everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Try Spirits, guys. I'm your host, Parker. I'm joined today by uh, producer Jenny. Hello, Jenny. Hello. And intern Allie. Stolen pain. How are you doing, Allie? Holding on by a thread, Parker. Thanks for asking. Uh, hey, that's not bad. <laughs> You're here. It's a very strong thread. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's better than nothing. Small wins. Allie's been traveling to scout out um, potential distilleries for future episodes. Uh, where have you been lately, Allie? Well, thank you so much for asking. Um, visited my, the old uh, second home of London, England a couple times. That's been a, a blast and a half. And uh, then just was in Denver for our good, good gal, uh, Taylor Swift. Woo woo. T Swift. Um, man, people are big fans from what I hear. I don't uh, yeah, this tour, cool. this tour, I think, is bringing out like some of the more casual fans on top of the actual like hardcore Swifties. She puts on quite the show. Yeah, I, I think. can say as someone who just saw it uh, mm-hmm. a few days ago, a few days ago, it is quite the show. Who is she uh, dating nowadays? I think she just broke up with somebody. No one, which is probably pretty good for her. Yeah, <laughs> but like, doesn't she need that material for her next album? Uh, no, I think she's she's definitely got plenty. She's okay. still pulling out things from the vault from years and years ago. Yeah. yeah. How many celebrities has she dated? Does anybody okay, know? Okay, th- here's what I think we shouldn't do. Okay. I think that we shouldn't add to the discourse on Taylor <laughs> Swift's love life because let the girl do whatever she wants to do, okay? We don't talk about men the way we talk about women and who they're dating. Yeah, are we talking shit about like any single men who are out there? I mean, I feel like people were talking shit about Brad Pitt when he uh, was cheating on Jennifer Aniston with... Uh, I, mean, I mean, yeah. Who wouldn't he- be talking about that? Jennifer Aniston Aniston. is like America's sweetheart. That's Rachel. Yeah, but I mean, did you see Mr. and Mrs. Smith, though? uh, No, I mean, the sexual tension was high. I get it. But, you know. But yeah, you got to defend your girl. You're cheating in the spotlight. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that that, that that wasn't a good look. No, that was very, very much out there. But no, Taylor, Taylor is doing just fine. Oh, she's doing great. Yeah. She's raking in the dough. If you'd like to hear more, uh, listen to our upcoming celebrity gossip podcast called <laughs> celebrity gossip with Allie where Parker tries to gossip and I just shut down every time he says something even remotely anti-feminist. <laughs> yep. So anyway, that's not why you're here. Nope. Uh, you're, you're here uh, listener to l- hear us talk about booze, which we're going to do today. Oh, I thought you said boobs for a second. Oh man, that's my upcoming new podcast. <laughs> no, that's Allie's upcoming what, new what podcast. What happened to Allie's titty corner? We never, <laughs> that one never got off the ground. Yeah. Shockingly. Shockingly. Uh, shockingly. <laughs> But uh, we, we are talking about booze today, uh, about uh, eventually a Texas distillery that Jenny visited recently. That's right. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. All right. So I was in Houston for the old work. And by work, I mean the podcast, obviously. And um, I was able to visit Yellow Rose Distilling. It was actually my second time. Now I've got a few bottles for us to try. So that's exciting. Um, but uh Yeah, Yellow Rose Distillery is um, the oldest legal distillery in Houston. Legal being the key term there. Wait, are you telling me that there were distilleries operating illegally during Prohibition? In in Texas? Texas? (laughs) Yeah. I don't believe you. Right. Um, So they have about six main um, bourbons that they, or whiskeys that they make. Everything is whiskey that they do. Um, The... Main one that they do, which we will get to, is their outlaw bourbon. That's kind of their like original, um, the one that they were playing with in a garage when they first started. Um, and what's unique about that one is it's a hundred percent corn mash bill. Um, and they're thinking um, they call it outlaw because it's like you know kind of against the norm. So 
I've got a three of them here for us to try. Um, so a couple interesting things about, about, uh, yellow rose though. Um, yellow rose actually for not being like a huge distillery, um, they actually put out one and a half million bottles every year. Um, wow. That's quite a bit. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, and it's, they actually have a pretty big, um, space to be able to barrel a bunch of stuff, but they, it's not enough space. So they have like auxiliary locations where they're currently, um, uh, barreling a bunch of, or they are storing a bunch of their barrels. Um, they're, I think they're hoping to, you know, upgrade to a location where it's all in one place, but at the moment, this is what they've got to do. Um, they are available in about 27 states. Um, I might be a little bit off on that. It's somewhere around that though, but they're actual, they actually, um, export, um, more of their products to South Korea than anywhere else. Now, very interesting. Do you know anything about the background on that? Like what exactly led to that? Um, I honestly am not entirely sure about what the, what the reasoning was on that, but the, yeah, they gotten, that's where, you know, it's very popular over there apparently. Um, one of the sounds co- like we need to do an episode on location in South Korea. In South Korea. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. One thing that was interesting is it, it seems like I asked them why, cause all three of the things that we're tasting today are the highest proof is 92. And I asked them like if they ever would do a cask strength or if they would ever mm-hmm. do anything a little bit higher in proof. And, um, the answer I kind of gathered from all the different things that they said, mm-hmm. they kind of talked around it a little bit, but I'm pretty sure it's just because they have so much demand for what they're selling that it's better for them to sell them at the lower proof. I've actually heard that from other Texas distillers that mm-hmm. I have been lucky enough to meet that, uh, they're, that kind of that 92, honestly, between like 86, 92 is pretty popular down there. Yeah. So um, it's like, if it's working, go for I it. Mean, you're always going to have your hardcore bourbon guys who are like, give me 130 proof. Let's go. Mm-hmm. But, uh, good friend, uh, whiskey written Jake. <laughs> no, proof queen. He's, if he's, only proof queen was mm-hmm. here. He's yeah. rocking a Sierra. Yeah. Yeah. He would not be on board with this stuff, but, um, no, but I mean, I still thought it was good product. They also do um, a premium collection. The current one that they are selling is their second batch. And it was um, their outlaw bourbon, I believe. And it was aged in Cabernet barrels. And that one was pretty good. Um, But it was a little on the pricey side. But I mean, it's their special collection. So it's all good. And then um, the but I'm very excited for the next one that's going to be coming out because that one is their outlaw bourbon aged in Mezcal barrels. That sounds very now, on brand for yeah. some of the people at this table. Now, <laughs> I am on record enjoying a good mezcal finish on a bourbon. Yeah. Not that you ever see it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So um, I'm hoping I, I was like, oh, shit, like that's the one that I really want to be able to bring back. And they're like, yeah, it's not coming out until sometime in like August or September. But the good news is I have to go to Houston a few times a year. So hopefully yeah, I was going to say uh, this. Jenny's finally going to be excited for a trip to Houston. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'll be able to. Uh, and if Hopefully any, pick one of those up at some point. If any of Jenny's coworkers or, empl- or employers are listening um, for her main job, uh, she loves going to Houston. <laughs> Allie didn't mean that. Uh, <laughs> she loves it so much. Also, you listeners out there, any of you guys who live in Houston, um, Jenny loves it. Please continue to if you give could, her recommendations okay, on I, where I need, to visit. Yeah, I need restaurant recommendations and I need um, recommendations for hotels outside of downtown where I should stay. But I need to be able to like within a driving distance to downtown for work. So anyways, chai spirits guys at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, Doug is fired up today about this episode. Yeah, he really is. Well, he's, I, he's spunky as hell over here. 
this first one that we're trying is just staring me down. So okay. I think, I think perhaps, is it time? Is it time to, to talk whiskey? Yeah, let's let's talk a little whiskey here. What's uh? Can you hear me the, the bottle? I just want to take a look at it. Yeah, sure. Thank you kindly. So we are starting with the premium American whiskey, which is actually a bit of a blend of American whiskey and Canadian whiskey. And they they kind of laughed and like, they were kind of like, yeah, we hear, we hear it. Like when we yeah. know, <laughs> um, I mean, but Canada is in North America. So they were kind of saying like, what's more American than like stealing the name of something, you know, or stealing whatever. So I mean, manifest destiny. Right. But this is, this is, um, kind of their, um, their introductory whiskey It's the one they actually sell it in, uh, like leader bottles and seven fifties. Okay. Um, so it's not, it's kind of meant to be a face in whiskey. Um, it's not meant to be your... I, I do like what it has in the back here. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Yellow Rose Whiskey is a fusion of character, just like Texas culture. A perfect blend of Southern charm and rustic cowboy ensures a smooth drinking whiskey with plenty of heart. There you go. Plenty of heart. Mm-hmm. Heart. Um, very cool. And this, this guy comes in at 80 proof. 80 proof, yep. And uh, yeah, let's give it a taste. I'm going to get my tasting wheel ready. Hmm. I forgot to take the turn the nose and I just went right in. You went right in. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Got it, kind of a nutty nose. It's been a minute since I've done this and I'm like, feel like I'm back to just square one. Oh, I did win a wine, a blind wine tasting recently though. Oh, at Webster's? At Webster's, oh, yeah. You won local that. wine awesome. bar. Yeah. I did. Parker was there. Mm-hmm. Our friend Christy was there. She was a recent guest on the pod. I should have picked Syrah. God damn it. I still would have beat you. Love a good Syrah. I'm pick up some great wine tomorrow. Get excited. I've got um, some butterscotch on the palate here. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's almost, definitely butterscotch, but almost like a uh, like a lighter butterscotch. Mm-hmm. I, I would also say a light uh, chocolate note for me. Yeah, I'm getting a light chocolate note for sure. You think milk chocolate on that? I think mm-hmm. milk, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty tasty. A little, like, definitely has some sweeter notes to it. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, light, but it's it, it still me. has flavor. It's not, you yeah, know. It does. I would agree with that. I like that note. Um, I would say it, you definitely get Canadian vibes. Like it feels like a bet, like a smoother crown or yeah, crown royal to me. Ooh, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, no? Well, I think yeah. Canadian rye, you get a little more. I mean, there's clearly some of that in here, but like. There's a little bit of spice in the finish, mm-hmm. but it's real subtle. Like yeah. I think on some of those other Canadian whiskeys, you get a little more. That's a lot more present. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't drink enough Canadian whiskey. You're not familiar. Yeah, enough. to uh, know okay. what those tasting notes are. We're gonna have one of those coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, f- sign me up. I'm just trying to figure out what else. We're, what are we gonna have in it? Obviously, Crown Royal. Yeah. Uh, Canadian Club, and then. Other things. And Jen, Jenny picked up some stuff from Canada when she was there. Yeah. A friend of the um, pod. It was, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Friend uh, and also family member of the pod, Andy, mm-hmm. is in Ontario right now. Oh, fantastic. In case well, anyone was wondering. Well, tell him if he sees any cool uh, whiskeys to. Uh... I will text him right now. I said, Coolio, Daddio, because <laughs> I talk like that. <laughs> um, if I texted that to my father, uh, I can't tell you the, on on air here what the response would be, but it would be <laughs> it would be very um, upsetting. To- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Andy's gonna like that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Sometimes but, he calls himself my his he says, your old sea dad. I don't really know what that means, but 
<laughs> well, <laughs> we're going to uh, analyze that later. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to my therapist about that one. <laughs> yeah. You guys can, can stay out of it. But yeah, pretty good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I would say, like I said, I, it strikes me as more of like a face and whiskey or as, as we would call it a face and whiskey. Um, I think it's, you know, easy um, enough to tell me it. what that means. Face and whiskey. I mean, it, you take it to the face, I guess. It's just like, I like that. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's for, right. let me, let me, let me jump in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So face and whiskey is a term that our, uh, our old pal Harrison coined that, uh, it's whiskey for your face. Whiskey you put in your face. Shout out Harrison. Um, not a friend of the pod. No, not at all. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh yeah, that's, so it, that's not your like, Ooh, I'm getting some fancy. I'm doing a, a sip of. No, it's like, all right, we're drinking 14 whiskeys tonight. Yeah. Like, like old granddad. We're, yeah. Yes. We're, and this is like, okay. you're at, you're at home, like you're playing board games or something like that. And you're like, the, the, there's three or four people. You're going to try and kill a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, you, you and may, that's the one you're going to drink. You might not even have a glass. You might just be taking a pull. I out think of the bottle. you're taking it to the face. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, listen to our bottom shelf bourbon episode about our friends, benchmark and Evan. Those are two excellent face and whiskeys. Two great face and whiskeys. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right. On uh, to the next. So, so next. Oh, it's, it's in front of my face. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I'm going to have Parker pour for me. We have got the rye up next. Um, I think you guys are going to like this one. So this one is 90 proof. So a little bit higher on the proof. And it is a 95% rye mash bill. Um, they had some excellent, excellent cocktails at the distillery with this one. I could say I, I was getting after the rye up there, down there, wherever. Mm-hmm. Over, Around there. there. Over, over yonder. Across there. Oh. All right. Uh, Texas Rose Rye Whiskey is a hand-selected, blended, and bottled in Texas. Enjoy whiskey as it was as it was before Prohibition with this limited production spirit. Made from rye, this whiskey is a true American classic, perfect for fine cocktails. It's aged at least one year. Very cool. Uh, and they're, I can tell you the room they're barreling in is very hot. <laughs> so Interesting, yeah. So. One, one thing they did have that was really cool in the in like where the barrels were is a few of the barrels, they removed the top of them and had plastic, like plexiglass. Oh, um, so you could I see like that. into it and they would bake like as the barrel like takes up, like takes some of the mm-hmm. um, the whiskey. They would like make uh, marks with like a Sharpie saying like, oh, on this day we were at this point on this day we were at this point. So you can kind of see how quickly. Are they keeping track of when they're doing uh, tastings of it? Well, no, no. When the, like how much the barrel is taking from the. Okay. So that's not only the barrel. It's, that's the angel share too. Sure. Sure. Um, but yes, that's cool that they're you keeping see, track. You see what I mean yeah. though? Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can kind of like look into it they, in a, at a few different spots in the tour, so you can see how far along the. I like that. That's yeah, fun. yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, okay. A lot, lot more spice in this one. I'm getting a little on the bit nose. like minty on the nose. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I got one. This smells like rye. Mint and clove. Yeah, definitely smells like rye. How does it taste though? Let's see if it tastes like a rye. Has Andy been trying any rye up in Ontario? Let me text him. Ooh, it tastes like a rye. Ooh, yeah, that's a, a lingering. Uh, that he, mint. He just asked mint if though. I have a favorite Canadian whiskey for him to bring back. Um, should I call him? <laughs> we, well, after we, the pod, <laughs> can we get Andy to call into the pod so we can discuss Canadian whiskey? <laughs> um, 
I really like this rye. I'm a big fan. I'm um, I'm really enjoying it. That is, I find it. Text Andy this bottle I'm showing you called the Magi that uh, someone was kind enough to give me a bottle of. It's very good and Canadian. But uh, anyway, I, yeah, I'm getting a lot, a lot lingering mint and a little bit of spice. Yeah, he made, uh, my, the bartender made me a... Um, a blackberry rye cocktail mm -hmm. um, with this that like with that had some mint in it as well. And it was phenomenal. I think that it's a really, really good cocktailing rye. Awesome. I like that. And I, I love trying something that like can be built upon, you know, and cocktailing and such. Yeah. Probably good yeah. in Manhattan or old, old fashioned. Something like yeah. That. They do in Manhattan. I was honestly like a little bit, um, this is the, where I started. I was just like, you know what, if this was, a little bit higher in proof. Mm -hmm. I think that it would really improve it, but I still think it's a really good rye. It's still good. It's very tasty. Mm -hmm. Well, like most things, if this was like a hundred proof and had another year in the barrel, I'm sure it would be am amazing. It's, yeah. But honestly, as it, as it's it is, very good. it's pretty solid. Yeah. The fact that they can, they can make that happen in a year. You, um, are they using full size barrels for this? Uh, I only saw full size barrels. Okay. Cool. That's what I figured, but I thought I'd ask. Yeah. I know we, uh, we encounter some that have the smaller. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, very cool. Let me finish this guy. Yep. And then up next, we have the Outlaw Bourbon Whiskey. Um, this one is unique because it's a 100% corn mash bill. Um, they call it the Outlaw because it's kind of like going against the grain. It's breaking the rules. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Texas themed. Um, so it's normally aged 18 months. So they say at least 18 months, but the, this uh, particular batch was three years. Hot diggity damn. That's definitely more than 18 months. <laughs> it sure is. I think it was kind of, I forget what the exact uh, reasoning was, but there was just like a little bit of a, so this, a error. Some stuff got lost in translation. That's what the vibe was. They yeah. were just feeling like needed to, you know, get a couple more months under its belt. And mm -hmm. that turned into three years. So Yellow Rose Outlaw Bourbon is handmade and pot distilled in Texas, made from 100% corn and aged in special small American oak barrels. So good to know. This, these are aged in smaller barrels. Oh, there you go. I didn't uh, see smaller barrels. Outlaw Bourbon breaks traditional bourbon laws just like the outlaws of the Old West. Ain't that right. They probably stayed at the Iron Horse Hotel. Probably. Um, very cool, though. So if it was aged three years in a smaller barrel, that's even more so that's aging. Long Actually, if you, look, you look at the color on this. Yeah, yeah it's significantly it's darker. It's pretty dark. So yeah. that's, ooh, I, have, I have high hopes for this, Jenny. Get your nose in there. Give it a, gold, also give the, it a good old sniffer-inski. I believe this one was about 50 bucks and the other two were like 35 and 45, I want to say. So okay. nothing too outrageous. I think the premiums that I was talking about were in the 70 range, which, you know, they're definitely, um, you know, more interesting. The nose in this is a little different. I get a lot of baked goods. Looking at my tasting wheel here on the nose. Yes. I'm getting some of that butterscotch or honey toffee, maybe something in there. Yeah, because it's not totally unlike the other ones we tried, but yeah. I, there is something, mm -hmm. more, there's definitely more going on here. I think it might be toffee that I'm getting. I feel like I got some like tobacco on it. Tobacco, I can see that. I'm gonna taste it. Let's go. I think I'll join you. Interesting. So this has a lot more, in my opinion, rye influence than the first one we had. Okay, I think that makes sense. I think, but it's definitely a more complex, a little more rounded out. 
Yeah. And I mean, Ooh, long finish too. You definitely get the corn flavor on it, but I don't, I think that the barrel aging process like smoothed that out. I was going to say it's pretty darn smooth. Pretty nicely. Yeah. yeah. It's all corn. That's a good point. Cause it's all corn, but I'm, I'm getting a weird like you're, rhino you're almost, to it. I, under, I get what you're saying. There's like a little tingle on the tongue that, that reminds me just, of the minciness. Do we think it's the, with that? Come up, because I don't know, obviously. Would that come about just from the amount of time that it sat in the barrel? No, it'd be more, um, you might get some of that from the barrel. Maybe just the distillate itself is, mm-hmm. well, it's cold corn though, but very interesting. It's because it's got that nice sweetness to it that yeah. you'd expect from a corn whiskey. So the first time I tried this, I'm pretty sure I was trying the 18, like the 18 month version. And um, I did not love it that much, but I also tend to lean towards wheat whiskeys anyway versus corn. And I think that just partially probably the reason that I like it is that it's aged a little bit longer, but I also think that I've just like learned how to taste corn whiskey a little bit over, over the last couple of years since I went through the first time. So, um, anyways, I don't know. I think it's pretty good. I was, um, surprised, pleasantly surprised the second time I tasted it. Yeah. I like it. I'm once again, not bad at all. I don't have the depth of knowledge to understand like what really the difference is between an all corn. Yeah. So it's usually going to be sweeter versus because when, when you influence more wheat, more wheat gives you usually more, um, honestly, I, sometimes spice, I, but not, but no, not no, like not, spicy. Spice. No, not spice. More wheat gives you, it's almost more of a subtler note. It's a very, uh, very fragile grain when it comes to bourbon. Okay. So it can actually go wrong pretty easily, but usually uh, wheat whiskeys tend to not have as much like as much sweetness or as much like rye spice as more rye influence Got has. It. Okay. Cause with rye, you're usually getting more mint and more spice. Mm-hmm. Um, this, okay. It's, I'm thinking, thinking more about it. I think this is more from the barrel, like a baking spices from the barrel. Right. I'm also getting some peanut butter. Yeah. The, I, I can see that. I definitely feel like I'm finding more different baking spices the longer it sits on my palate. Mm-hmm. Um, this reminds me of a peanut butter cookie I had the other day. Like a snickerdoodle or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there was also some dark. I know that's not involved. peanut butter, but but I get what you're saying. I know where you're going with that. Maybe maybe think like a snickerdoody snickerdoody <laughs> snickerdoody. Okay, let's try again. Delicious. Let's try that again. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe thinking like a snickerdoodle that's got a bit of like a peanut butter drizzle on the top. Mm-hmm. So you're getting both aspects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that actually also sounds delicious, and I would like to eat that. <laughs> that does sound delicious. So, what do you guys think is your favorite of the three? Rye. The rye for me as well. Uh, for me, it's that last one, the Outlaw Bourbon. Nice. Uh, that's good stuff. I, I could just drink that. That's a nice... Yeah, you could just drink it. You could... I feel like all three of these, you could just drink them or you could um, cocktail with them. I think that there's a lot of options out there for these particular whiskeys. Clearly, they're doing well with sales. So, um, yeah, for sure. good for them. That's awesome. That's... You know, um, do you know if they're coming out with new stuff in the future? We got that mezcal finish coming out. Other than, other, yeah, other than the, like, I mean, so like new regular I, products. So I located, so I saw that they had an American single malt whiskey, which I did not remember them that, having. That is a growing uh, category. So they had ha- made one like a while back and they like found some bottles of it that they needed to, um, <laughs> that they needed to uh, get rid of. Um, so they're selling them now and they let me taste it. And honestly, they were just, even, they were admitting like, yeah, like we're still working on it. Like, cause they, it's like they, it didn't go over well the first time really. So they're trying to kind of work in progress. Yeah. Sure so thing. that must be a work in progress. I guess they're working on that. 
Um, and then I'm sure they have some plan for the next premium collection, mm-hmm. you know, option or whatever. Um, but I hadn't heard anything of them. Like they do have a vodka, by the way. Um, I didn't mention that earlier. Okay. Um, but, um, other than that, I don't know of anything new okay. coming down the pipeline. Cause like you said, it's, it sounds like they have a lot of demand. So it's like, they got to keep doing what they're doing. <laughs> oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. If they ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, yeah, exactly. And it's like a lot of it is still, um, like the, the labeling, like we've seen is, is all still, it's not, um, completely manual, like at Florida cane where there was literally like a person sticking stickers onto bottles, but, um, it's still a pretty small operation to do those sorts of things and like, bo- like, you know, boxing and mm-hmm. all the things. So, um, they definitely are, uh, working hard over there. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we do have a mailbag question. Oh, do we? Mm-hmm. So actually, I don't think we've done one of those in a while. So we haven't. Go. No, I'm excited. Good. It was overflowing. We had to get, a, get some of these out here in the yeah, world. Yeah, we really got to. Um, I got here, Stacy from Minneapolis, Minnesota asks, um, I say asks, she just says, uh, I, I love the cocktail episodes. Are you guys going to do more of those soon? Love the I, show. I, I, there, there is a question in there. Mm-hmm. I say, I would be happy to do more cocktail episodes. Yeah. What do you think we should do next for a cocktail episode? Well, you know what? You guys, if you have good ideas for what you want us to hear next, try spirits guys at gmail.com. I do have an idea for this. Oh, yeah, I want to hear um, I, I have an idea as well. I want to do a Negroni episode. Cool. So I want to do a regular Negroni. I want to do a Mezcal Negroni. I want to do a Boulevardier, which is the exact same things as a Negroni, except it has bourbon. Um, and maybe throw in a rum one and just see what the fuck happens with that. Whoa. Because <laughs> why the F not? Because <laughs> I like how I, you censored yourself. I love did, that. You, did you like that? <laughs> I love that idea for an episode. I also really want to do a tiki drink episode. We'll call yeah, it. Yeah, we've been tro- talking about we'll that. We'll call it tropical like drink so we don't get canceled. But uh, I would love to do a tropical drink. I've got many books on the subject. If we're gonna do it, mm-hmm. number one, everyone needs to be wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Or Obviously, not allowed. Obviously, and number two, I will be getting lays for everyone. Mm-hmm. And still have some. <laughs> well, I, from his birthday last I just year. Want everyone to know you're all getting laid. Hell yeah. And I feel like we have to have Drogo on for that one. Oh, yeah. straight up. Mm. Absolutely. Yes. Why is that? Because he'll show up with a bunch of like weird, like homemade uh, yeah, yeah, cocktail, oh, cocktail yeah. components. He's been like fermenting some pineapples for two years and he's going to bring that <laughs> yeah. in. And- yeah. My, my guy's like making his own limoncello at home. It's And he still nuts. won't give me that espresso martini recipe. Oh, really? Of course he won't. Oh, it is proprietary. That's, that is definitely proprietary. Like I wouldn't share that shit either. No, but th- that was what I've had that one in my mind for a while. The mezcal. Very cool. Or the uh, mezcal, oh, the Negroni. I, I, I also, love the mezcal Negroni, actually. Also a um, agave episode, maybe not cocktailing, but we've been talking about that with our guy Memo. Oh, absolutely. We over have a, at... A, that's going to be a whole series of episodes yeah. where we're going to do a couple episodes where we uh, explore... The, the, not I can't say all of them because it's too hard to get all of them, but yeah. a lot of the different types of agave. Pick the main ones, I think, will be yeah, okay. Yeah, the main ones, and then maybe we can turn that into a cocktailing series with the different kinds of agaves. That could be fun as well. Yeah, absolutely. You can just do mezcal cocktails. Or we could just drink a bunch of mezcal. And I mean, that sounds great it, too. <laughs> yeah, a memo if you're listening, be looking out for a call from us. Mm-hmm. But all right, guys, hope you enjoy the show. Check out the website, tryspiritsguys.com. And uh, find the merch store there, the link to the merch store. A lot mm-hmm. of cool stuff there. And uh, I already said email us. Hit us on Instagram, at Chai Spirits Guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits Guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.